Hello, welcome to episode 38 of the unofficial Hunter Hunter podcast with your ever-present hosts. I'm Dame Dr. Foxy Brown. And I am Will, a.k.a. Diego, a.k.a. Zorro. And I am super well, Bullet Beast. I forgot your name is Diego. I was like, I don't even remember making that reference. Like, why would you be Z- Oh, okay, that's why you would be Zorro. Sure. Yeah, that's what you fucking called me once. <laughs> And he it's, took it to heart forever. Why won't you remember? Well, no, it's it's not it's not only that, but like I, it's like everyone always fucks up my name. Like when I go, like when I was in the Animanga podcast recently, it was like Jammer just kept calling me Will, and I'm like fucking <laughs> hey, dude. Like so I was like, wait, there are two Mexicans doing that podcast. How do they mess? Oh, okay, they call you by the wrong name. Yeah, they just call me Will. They're like looking at the the my alias and shit and it's like dude just call me diego or i guess i'll go by will so i was will there for a second too so i'm just <laughs> i'll like, just be that on online he's like not to be racist but surely they should know how to pronounce diego yes if anyone can it's certainly the other mexicans <laughs> it's just a, like an internet habit the first part of your name whatever your screen name is, except Bullet Beast, because I think it would be stupid to call a guy Bullet. But... Well, that's... It's have a hard time, because when you're talking to other people about, you know, like, oh, Bullet Beast, and they're like, you mean Eddie? And it's like, no, because then that's going to make me... That's going to confuse me, because I don't call him by his actual name. It's like, I've met the guy several times, and... Still call me There was one... I've called him Bullet Beast to his face, first of all, and like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And everyone else was like Ed, and I'm like, when did we get this relationship where he was Ed? I don't remember. This. <laughs> I don't remember. Mark Pearson still calls me Bullet Beans. But they're like, well, you know, we're all together in the room. We should behave under real world rules. I'm like, no, because I don't remember what his name is. And that happened to me. I think when Javaldo was asking for his name. She's like, I'm not going to call a grown man Bullet Beast. And I was like, shit. What is his name? Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember. And I think um, Mike must have said Eddie. No, it was me. Oh, he said his own name. Good. Because I was like, Mm -hmm. I spent like 15 minutes some other day trying to remember what his name was. I was like, this is just terrible. Mm hmm. But every if you ever forget, just go on Twitter and look at my name. I should be able to go on Facebook too. Oh yeah, that's that what I, too. That was our, that's what I was about to do, and I was like, no, that would be shameful. You have to remember <laughs> his name. It's like I don't even I don't remember his name. Just go to Facebook. Be like, how the hell do you not know somebody's name that you talk to all the time? Cause it's like I'm not expected to know that shit. Yeah, I don't call you by your name when I talk to you. So why should I remember? Right. Who it is. Which is a terrible attitude to have. Well, oh. that is to like say most of the people I talk to, 
online. I refer to them by their handle as though it's their real name. And then we get in a conversation and I falter when I go and call them by their name. It's like, um, yeah, that thing was awesome, wasn't it? Whatever your (laughs) name is. It's like your name should be Foxy from now on, no matter what. Even if I meet you, I'll be like, hey, Foxy, how are you? And I'll be like, who are you talking to? Oh, you're looking at me? I guess you mean me, but like, most people remember my name for some reason. Mm-hmm. Even when I don't remember that it's my name. Like, probably because everyone else says it. That's probably, yeah, that's, that's got to be the weird like other side of things, too, where it's like, hey, uh, someone calls you by your actual name and you don't respond to that. It's like... I'm like, what? It's because like my house is the only place I get referred to by my first name. Mm-hmm. So... When people outside of my house call me by it, I'm just like, how do you know what my name is? And I remember, oh, it's because you've known this person for 15 years. That's why they know what your first name is. Yeah. Oh. It's like, they're like calling you Dr. Brown. Yep. <laughs> Dr. Brown. <laughs> no one does that. <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> that needs to be used somewhere. Be like, yeah, with your host, Dr. Brown. So, after that long distraction, um, yeah. we're going to be discussing episode 36. is a big debt and a small kick. Oh, the big debt and a small kick. Articles, yeah. their stuff. But before we get to that, we actually got an email from a, a person, a fan, one of you guys, uh, Tasha Nair. Uh, are are you really okay? I thought you weren't going to use doing this in the beginning. Okay, I, I thought you yeah. were going to use the pronoun. I thought you were afraid that it was a unisex name and you were going to screw it up. No, 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 no. I was no. I was, God damn it, people, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> we are really too familiar with each other for people yeah. that haven't all met in person before. Yeah. So uh, she says, hello, Hunter Hunter podcast group. I only recently got into listening to podcasts, so I don't think I can give you a good review because I don't have much to compare it to. But if what I have listened to thus far, you guys do more than most. Thank you. As you already know, but I'd like to be informed of, you guys are awesome. Just one question, though, if I'm allowed to ask questions, which you aren't, but it's okay. We'll do it just this time. Uh, How often do you guys record new podcast episodes? Uh, Sincerely, Tasha. Well, you should, Tasha. Go ahead. Let's see what I do. Well, I mean, go ahead. You can do that because I already read it. So no, I I can confer to the superhero amongst us. You do it. The su- okay. I oh right Zoro. Gotcha. Come on. Uh, we record an episode once a week. Uh, usually, it used to be on Tuesdays, and uh, Foxy would edit the episode and it'd be out by the weekend. But now to recording on Sundays so as far as editing goes and when they would be released I really have no idea it's up to her but we do it once a week it'll probably be the same day because I'm lazy so sure I'll take an extra two days if not editing (laughs) no problem (laughs) so um but yeah you you guys are more than welcome to ask questions and email us and let us know that's why we you know have as many places you guys can reach us we're on Facebook Twitter Gmail uh, AOL. We sure. even have an We have an ICQ number too. Don't ask yep. me for it because I can't remember it. And we also have a fax number if you guys <laughs> need to send those too. Yes. And, and we, we have, have a, we have a voicemail number that you can use as well that will be on the website because I can't be bothered to memorize it. 
But and I just got the official unofficial Hunter Hunter podcast Bieber. So <laughs> yes. if you need to call me, you know. it's in the shape of this beetle. So yes. it's awesome. <laughs> if you need to call him, like leave him a message and he will get back to you. Don't don't go tagging it as emergency when it's not an emergency. Okay, that's asshole mode. Quarters are, sure use, quarters are a lot of money. Make sure you use plenty of hashtags because that's the easiest way to communicate and get your point across. I don't know where we've been going with this. I don't know. <laughs> I've been had... my paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bet on to the episode. <laughs> I even had a joke and I forgot what it was because he kept talking. Okay, so this episode is the conclusion of the Gon Hisoka fight, which has been long awaited. And like we've mentioned numerous times, it is one of the best um, animated fights, I think, in all of anime history. Even though most people have not seen the series, which is terrible. Because you can't even make that assertion. Because people are like, who are you talking about? Fight between who and who in what show? Oh, that's not a real show. It's the X show? Yeah, I saw the X. Yeah, Hunter x Hunter, right? So, luckily for all of us and Studio Madhouse, because we don't have to go burn it down... Um, the fight actually looks better this time around. But of yes, course, technology. What can yeah. you do? I've lain the 10 years since this was drawn on manga. Or no, it's been more than 10 years. It was 1999 when this was first uh, in Jump. Uh, Jump. Yeah. So uh, we basically got, uh, after Hisoka or got punched in the face by Gon, Gon gives him the number. And... Uh, Hisoga takes it, and as soon as he takes it, he, like, leaps backwards. It's like, and, oh, like, you guys, yeah, if I saw now. Yeah. And, like, how you guys mentioned it, like, his, uh, he got punched in the face, his, like, uh, makeup got smeared, so he didn't have it, like, on around his cheek. Yeah. <laughs> I was not paying awesome. attention to it until he got all the punches in the face. Yeah. And then I looked, and I'm like, oh, his makeup is smeared. He's got to be so upset right now. Like, the only thing that would have made it better is if he cried and his mascara was running. <laughs> it would be the best thing. No, He's like, hold up, I need a moment. Oh, we missed Shiny Guy. We missed a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Well, what didn't, yeah. That didn't I'm saying, happen. is he yeah. worth mentioning? Um, He's worth yeah. mentioning because of how he throws off everyone in the booth. Because yeah. I remember that guy, because he was the one that was explaining the Nen stuff in the previous series because of course the announcers don't know it so half of what's going on there they miss mm-hmm. um, even though she Coco alludes to Gon getting pulled towards Hisoka rather than Gon jumping into his fist which I, I'm guessing that the majority of people in the the stadium are like why is he jumping into this dude's fist what's going on here where she seems to understand that there's a force pulling him towards Hisoka, but nece- she may not necessarily be able to see it. This guy pops up and is like, quick explanation. Then Coco and the dude that's in the booth are just like, how did you get in here? Yeah. Why are you like, so are shiny? You? And he doesn't even I like how they don't, they don't explain it either for like anybody. So We just now love the- to assume this guy's broken into the booth. Some drunk yeah. fan had way too much whiskey. Because I completely forgot, right? And I, I, when he appeared, I was like, why is Sova so pretty? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I remembered, oh, is that guy right? Yeah, it's not. Because like, he only shows up for like a little bit, right? That's it. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the only panel you see him in. 
I think it threw me off because I didn't remember him as shiny. Like, I just remembered him as a dude. Like, I don't remember him as random, pretty, shiny guy. I forgot what he even explained. I think they used... I think they used him in the previous series to explain Hisoka's ability. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't matter at this point because we already know what it is. Right. We saw it on TV, on a VHS tape. I mean, DVD. On a DVD, yes, we did. On a DVD HS tape. I <laughs> And we had Machi explain it to us in her limited exposure to the technique. It's like, oh, this is what you do, and this is why I'm not aroused by you at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to how aroused Hisoka is during this match. I I love the moment, and of course this is going further on in the episode, when he realizes how much Gon has grown. And after they've had that exchange... You mean where he's like moaning? Yeah, when Gon jumps at him and like he's going all technical, <laughs> and like yeah. Gon gets really close, and then Soka's eyes roll up in his head, <laughs> and you can see on Gon's face is like I should have thought this out more <laughs> before I decided to jump at him because it goes to a place and Gon doesn't entirely comprehend that it's the creepy place, but he kind of knows. That's where it's going, and he's just like, oh my god, I need to get away from this guy. But I have to beat him, because if I don't, he might kill me. And other stuff, but probably not in front of a, a full arena of people. But um, what I thought was a nice little touch when Gon gave Ahsoka the tag back, he did a little magic trick before he made it disappear. Which yeah. I don't remember existing, so did that was guys, cool. Did you guys notice that Lupin was in the crowd? I thought Leorio wasn't there. No, it said Lupin, not Leorio. Yeah, you completely missed that. Yeah, I guess it looked identical, yeah. I get it. No, so, I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, it was like one of the first shots of the show, the crowd. Like, he, he basically is like right there in the middle cheering him on. I figured you would have noticed that since you were watching Fujiko. I wasn't paying <laughs> that much attention. I noticed the Bruce Lee guy the other time, but you can't well, count on me to do it more than okay, once. Okay, that guy was like clearly right there, and like, who else would wear a yellow jumpsuit? No, but like Gone and Gone and Killua were talking, and he didn't have any lines. So why would you pay well, attention they were to bright him? Bright colors. Yeah, which which jacket was he wearing? What color was uh, it? Bruce Lee. Oh, uh, no. fuck! Was it green? It's like right, like one, like right in the very beginning of the of the episode. But um, the cool thing that I like, I enjoy what, of the episode was when like he kicked the cement block into the sta- into the the entrance. Yeah, that was that was the thing that there were several things about this fight as a whole, um, in all portrayals of it, that really got me into into it specifically. Even though Hisoka at this point was becoming far and away my favorite character. He wasn't quite there yet. I think Killua still had him by a little bit until the next arc, wherein he completely surpassed him. And then he shows up in the arc, the arc after that, and it's just like penis, <laughs> yeah. <and> whatever. But <laughs> then there was a penis. You don't remember told- the rest. <laughs> no. Like, my whole mind just got warped after everyone is clearly staring at his penis. And they're just like, this is uncomfortable. Meanwhile, the chick with them is, like, planning their wedding (laughs) after seeing 
<laughs> and Hosoka's fine. He's like, well, okay. yeah, I know. It's awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is how yes. I say hello. Um, the parts that, that really got me into the fight uh, all pretty much revolved around the use of the environment. Um, you have gone using one of the tiles to magnificently get sneak points on Hisoka of Hisoka kicking the tile just the way the flight path of the tile was animated um, straight up to the wall when you look at it and it's like holy shit if Gon had gotten kicked he would probably be dead if he didn't have the time to throw up 10 and then the last bit which is the way Hisoka seals the deal and gets the last point is just the most brilliantly douche-tastic <laughs> move of like yep. all time. And then he tells them how he did it right afterward, just to... Yep. Yeah, it, like, he did a lot of villain explaining, and it's it's surprising that he didn't lose, because usually when you do that, you get defeated, because you're giving the hero way too much information and time. But he he's treating the match as a lesson, for gone, which is really nice of him because he could have oh, just yeah. killed her. But that's what the like the thing at the end with like Sushi tells him. He's like, I hope you knew what that battle was about. Or wings on, yeah, not Sushi. Because Sushi didn't say anything important. Sushi, Sushi, Sushi. He just said Os. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> but um, Hisoka asked Gon early in the episode. So what have you learned about Nen? And Gon's is pretty much just the basics. And he immediately informs Gon that he's an enhancer. And Gon is like, what? How did you know? He's like, because you don't know when things should be secrets. <laughs> and you should really learn how to disguise your reaction to stuff. And he goes on to explain his semi... Like, in the West for us, it would be mm-hmm. horoscopes, obviously, um, in Japan and other parts of Asia, including China and Korea. They use a blood type system to describe your personality because there's a finite amount yep. of blood types apparently I yeah. mean obviously there is but they use like a four mm-hmm. type system in A, A, B, o, o negative or B. OB right OB no I didn't even know there was an OB okay. no all of them like there's it's A, O oh okay B, O whatever like at that point, it's it's a, but where was I? Okay, I wrote it down because I forgot it. Mm-hmm. I forget things easily. And the enhancer type is simple and earnest, and I love that everybody in the audience that that's relevant. Um, gone is yeah. Like, I like how that's everyone's right. like fuck. That's like, right. That's right. Yeah. And then Zushi looks at Wing, and Wing is just like huge sweat drop. That's me. Yeah. I don't appreciate this. Like, fuck. He's calling me an mm-hmm. idiot. The transmuter is fickle and dishonest, which is, of course, Hisoka to a T. But the the thing that's important to remember at this stage in the game is that Kilwa also has the same type as Hisoka. Because Hisoka explains how, because their types are opposite, they could be very good friends. No, he says intimate. And he, he, he says, um, and this is a really cool warning because several people warn him about Kilwa. And he says that you have to be very careful because for us, because we're so fickle, it just takes one moment to turn treasure into trash. And you never know when that's going to happen. 
And he says, so don't disappoint me. Because you never know when I may go from being fascinated with you to wanting to kill you. The emitter... Emitters have short tempers, which is Leorio. Which is, yes. The... Even though we didn't know he was an emitter until way later. But if you look at the ending, it's clearly illustrated for you. The specialists are very independent, which the specialist that we've met so far is Kurapika. Even though, technically, the whole cheatingness of his nature has yet to be revealed. The conjurer is high which strung. Which is also and that's the one I had. Kurapika. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His base um, type is conjurer. I was trying to remember if we had a conjurer that uh-huh. I could refer to. Um, but I couldn't think of anybody. And the manipulator is argumentative. Um, the manipulators that we've met so far is basically everyone in Kilowatt's family is a manipulator. Except one person. Which we technically haven't met, so whatever. Yep. No, but Foxy, what about Nen? What? We, we we all know that family is full of manipulators, but what about their Nen? Oh, okay. Sorry. Funny. I, I tried. I was sitting like, what? <laughs> Let's just pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, well, too bad. It's on, it's on record, so it, it did. And you can listen to it anytime you want later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, sorry, sometimes I'm not listening for, like, puns and jokes and shit. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going to read that as... Literally as possible. So, um, he's he's given this long explanation of all of his propensity to create um, rationales for the way people behave, which is kind of a cool characteristic. But it's also like you have too much free time, sir. I didn't think that you had time in between killing people to observe the way they behave. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I do like that. Um, like it's. Even though he says it's unreliable, it's ridiculously correct. Though obviously, obviously, uh, yeah, Killua, uh he's he's definitely uh, so far, you know, been trying to uh, fight what has been his instinct so far to be, you know, the fickle and untrustworthy person. But like, it it's weird because, like, like we said, he's the only person in his family that's not a manipulator, mm-hmm. and I don't really see their their argumentative nature. To this point, it's like they all behave as though they're transmuters, more or yeah. less. So maybe with maybe with his family, except for his mother, who's incredibly argumentative, but maybe that's just because she's a woman. Um, it, it's not really as as observable observable with them, but probably because as assassins they suppress their regular nature because getting in a big bitch fight is not going <laughs> to Trying to assassinate people. Uh, it doesn't really work to your benefit. Especially when you got Big Dad and Grandpa like, shut up. Just do what I said. Yep. But now, like, the literal meaning of it, they are extreme. Like, Bullaby's tried and uh, failed to make a joke of... They're, they're quite openly manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, The father being more subtle about it, and I'm sure Nikilua holds a bit of resentment towards him as soon as he figures that out. But... Part of Killua's nature has to do with something that's as yet unrevealed. Perhaps something deep-seated. Perhaps. Yeah. But even, mm-hmm. even without that, he's, he's still quite fickle. Um, 
you see that um Jesus, I don't know why I want to quote um, Wu Tang lyrics, but cash rules everything around him. So gotta get the money. Can get the money. All the bills, y'all. You're gonna see that um, very soon in the next arc. Um, really, the the foundation for it is laid in the next episode, which thankfully it looks like the the Whale Island stuff is going to be mercifully short. Um, I love it. I love the way it sets up the next arc. I love the mounts on mounts on mounts. But I'm glad it seems as though a lot of it is going to get covered in the next episode because I want to get to your chin as quickly well, I mean, as possible. You still got time. I mean, it's, in, it's not going to hit until freaking easily, like, July or so. Wait, that's like in two weeks. So never mind. Well, yeah, it's almost July. So I, I say two two weeks of Whale Island. I think that yeah. that's a safe bet. Um, it seems as though they're going to listen to the tape, or at least, yes, because you see Jin in the episode, the flashback Jin. That's so. That's gone. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that is yes. Yusuke Urameshi. <laughs> that is Yusuke. You mean? Mm-hmm. But you see him at about um, 12 to 14 years old. So yeah. that's cool. Oh, before we pull away from the fight too much. What I do, I would like yeah. to mention. Uh, so part of the fight where Gon, uh, no, Hisoka tells Gon like, you know, like, come on, come at me, and Gon's like, no, I want to brainstorm. <laughs> uh, I love just that part of Gon, his uh, stubbornness poking through, and you know, Hisoka letting him get away with it because he just he wants to see what. Since since Gon has told him that he's trying to come up with something. Uh, uh, Soka see what he could come up with, so he's just gonna let him brainstorm. And no, in 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 a normal fight, you know, obviously you're not gonna let you're not gonna give your opponent time to think. I, I think it, it's basically because even though the stakes in the Heavens Arena can be life or death, mm-hmm. they don't have to be. And I think this is the only real reason why he's he's letting him mm-hmm. get away with this. Uh, it's partially because he can see that he he's not at the stage yet where he's developed his own brand of attacks and ha- has really come to grips with his method of using Nen. So he doesn't have things like Hisoka's bungee gum that he can use to give himself the advantage. And when you do see his, his attack, because just because I've seen people tweet that they can't mm-hmm. wait to see it, it is is pretty great, but it's also extremely straightforward. Um, Which is very gone. It, it's something that you would expect him to come up with, and it, he does do a very good job of using um, the two Nen, or one of them, that's next to him um, on the chart. Which is really cool that he he incorporated all of that. Um, whereas I don't think Killua does it as much. But... Well, no. I mean, he kind of... I mean, he does his what his body can do He's like uh, yeah he, i don't even remember the chart i think he just really he uses his uh his ability to enhance his own um assassinating assassination skills cuz technically uh, he already is a super awesome fighter but he, right. he just need, needed he just needed to incorporate nen into his fighting ability the um Okay, yeah, he does, I mean, it does make sense. Um, you use the right word. Mm-hmm. 
transmuter is next to enhancer on the on the chart so him strengthening his physical mm -hmm. abilities is perfectly a use of the the abilities next to him it's just boring that's all yeah well um enhancer is between emitter and transmuter and transmuter is between enhancer and conjurer so those are the the two types of men each of them is more likely to be able to use aside from their own mm -hmm. um as wing explained before right right and i do like that uh hisoka after he kicked that tile he was like <laughs> oops i almost killed him <laughs> right away let me switch to, let me switch to just stabbing the floor with my leg dude what, what crack what crashed me up is that remember in the manga he fucking kicked that shit into the stands like it was like yes, people yes, were dying people died. that was the bus people died and then like in this it's like oh he kicked it inconveniently in the entrance where so, nobody got hurt it, by in... it like Except the tech guy. In the no first series, um, Machi was still there inexplicably. And she's standing in, like, not in the hallway, but she's standing off in the stands. Mm -hmm. And, like, it goes past her. And, like, you see the they illustrate the strength of how hard he kicked it by how much, like, uncontrollable breeze is kicked up past people, even though no one actually dies. Like, nobody gets hit by it. But I guess, like, yeah. all of the trifling ways they kill people... Um, going to an event like this to watch a fight <laughs> and, and getting get murdered is like not really what you had in your plans. Be like, man, I'm gonna go check out this awesome fight with Hisoka and Gon. They seem like pretty good fighters. Yeah, how much you pay for tickets? Three hundred yeni. Okay, that sounds expensive. It's yeni, right? That's yeni, used. whatever. Same thing. Jenny. Yeah. Whatever. It's like, sweet, that's how much you paid for your <laughs> funeral. All of a sudden, cement block to your dome. You're dead. Isoka, um, throughout the course of the fight, attaches his bungee gum to Gon's cheek, and he asks Gon a question, and he says, if you can answer this, you get a, a free hit. I was like, okay. So, Tommy, when... Did you? When did I attach? This is after he hit him the first time. When did I attach the bungee gum to your cheek? And he he reminds him that yeah, uh, he reminds him afterwards. Yeah, had you been using Gil, you would have seen me do it because I did it um, during a time when you wouldn't expect me to. But really, I you, if I wanted to attach it to you, these other times in the fight, it, which is they're all when Isoka physically hit him, and it was a trick question because he didn't do it while he hit him at all. He did it while he was explaining the Nen horoscopes. And Gon kicks himself mentally, because had he been using Gyo, he would have seen when Hisoka was going to do it. But Hisoka further questions him. He's like, okay, suppose I had done it when I hit you. How are you going to be able to stop me from doing it, even if you were using Gyo? And he's just like, I don't know. And Zushi pops up to ask Wing... Like, if you could just defend against it, the wing's like, oh, there's really nothing you can do in that situation other than completely avoid his attack, which Gon is not at the level to be able to do that. So he mentions that once Ahsoka got serious-ish, he, he could see his moves coming, but he couldn't do anything. He couldn't get out of the way or anything. This doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the fight, but I, I wonder if... 
if there's a character with like some kind of N blade, can they like cut through the bungee gun? I think it's it's probably possible to cut a person's N. But then he could just okay. he could just reattach yeah. it to you again. Right, right. Which he, he shows um in his explanation, he's just like giving away full details in case you were you need to fight him in the future and you were taking notes. He says um he's able to attach and detach his bungee gum at will. So even if you were able to t- take it off, he could just use a different moment in the fight and put it back on. Well the um that whole you would have to use like what like enhancer maybe to fucking like cut it Emma. or just pull them towards you like I'm I, not sure. I assume you'd have to do something some type of attack that would force him to detach it um like say where he would need to divert his attention from attaching this to your body or wherever he has attached to defending himself. Like, you would have to break his concentration most likely to make him get rid of it. Uh, which Gon tries to do. He tries to pummel him into <laughs> into submission and it's like a fly punching a human being. It's like, quick, while he's horny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. It's like, all he, all he really manages to do is smudge his makeup. And Ahsoka's like, I can't kill him yet. <laughs> Calm down. But um, he hits him quite nicely. And the other the other running theme that I really liked in, in the episode is that this referee clearly needs to pay for protection on his way to his car because everyone was pissed at how he was scoring the match. It's like, um, Ahsoka hit gone. He like backflipped and then landed on his feet, and he awarded him knockdown points for that. And Gon's like, "But I didn't get knocked out. I got right back up." You said if I get, well, not this guy, but another guy said if you get right back up, it doesn't count as a knockdown. And dude's like, "Nope, two points." And his rationale for doing it is is explained after the fight, which is basically, "Yeah, if this fight went on too long, Soko was gonna kill Gon." So seeing that Gon couldn't win. It was in everyone's best interest to give Hisoka as much points as possible, as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I love the way the fight ends, where um, like every, in every pretty much every iteration of this fight, I've cracked up every time I saw it. Where Hisoka tells him, you know, I've attached my bungee gum again. You should have been paying more attention. Look to your right, and Gon turns his face in the same direction that Hisoka was pointing in. Yeah. And a rock smashes into his face from the other direction. And so goes like, did I say your right? I meant my right. <laughs> yeah. Whoopsies. Yes. <laughs> and that he mentions, up. you know, he has lots gone, has lots of potential. You could probably be on my level, like maybe after ten more fights in the Heavens Arena, but I'm not, I'm not gonna fight you again in the Heavens Arena, so Next time you fight me, it'll be in the real world and there will be no rules. It's like, yeah, because I want to kill you. Yes. But you can make me moan anytime you want. <laughs> yes. Also, they don't let me fight without pants in the arena. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, like, it's one of those things that... Which is why I'm like, how are you ending the series in three or four arcs? Because there, there's so many things that need to be... 
what's the word I'm looking for? Finished? Um, resolved. Resolved. It's like Undraft. gone. That too, I guess. Gone and Ahsoka have to fight each other um, again. Um, Ahsoka has to fight this guy he wants to fight, which hasn't happened for reasons. Um, and Ahsoka needs to stop being so crazy. It's one of the things. Um, Wait, what? Oh, a time what? You want him to um, stop being so crazy? Yeah, because remember he went on that killing spree? Yeah, The one that was not good for him to go on? Yes. And so everyone is intent on finding him. Oh, yes. That one. Where he couldn't be controlled. That killing spree. Yeah. That it's one. like there there was a plan and then you clearly forgot about it and just started murdering people. That's bad. Mm-hmm. It's like even the other guy caught himself and it's just like, oh, I need to stop. But Jisoka kept on being nuts. He's a lot of people and, and obviously he's the... the I guess he's a third tier main character, with um, Gone and Killua being first tier, Leorio technically, and Kurapika being second tier, and then Hisoka next. So his motivations obviously aren't going to be entirely explained, especially since he doesn't have any. Um, yeah. And you're not going to go as much into his story and things that work out for him, but we know that he wants to fight pretty much everyone. Um, at some point, I'm sure he's going to get killed. I don't know who's going to kill him. But it needs to be someone that it's acceptable. It's like, mm-hmm. Gone is still in no position to fight him. So I, I'm really waiting to see um, how that is going to be resolved. Since there's so few arcs left, I doubt there'll be a time jump. But I, I won't put it past him. Well, I mean, I, I seriously doubt that there's going to be one just because of what the fuck is happening. But I, I gotta, I just... I want to see this next thing that's happening, and but I feel like we're getting away from this. This is like still just anime recap. Like we're not. Yeah, we're just future talking. Right, right. It's cool, but so just, it's because it's because I don't want. I just don't want to. I just don't want to spoil people because like I want to oh. talk about it, but then it's like I can't. I can't, and it's like ah. I, fuck. I, Have I, we been I, talking about too much? No, 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 no. no. I I want to talk about something specific. I, no, I'm just. He's talking saying about that him. he was gonna spoil it. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was talking about myself. But um. As Ahsoka's leaving after he's announced the victor, um, there's this really nice shot of um, Ahsoka in the distance and gone just like on the floor looking at him and thinking that he's still so far away in terms of catching up mm-hmm. to Ahsoka. Even though he's he's managed to stand in a ring with him and not die. And he's, he's landed a few pretty good hits as well. That he should be really feeling good about where he is right now but he still has very far um, to go to catch up to him and, and that's an example of their sort of measuring pulse um, for him Hisoka is one, his father obviously is another one um, the ultimate one I guess we can say even though he, he hasn't met his father yet so and he knows very little about him so he doesn't know how strong he would have to be to reach his father's level. Um, But luckily, the next arc is going to start to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And because their goals are accomplished, Gon and Killua are leaving... um, Heaven's Arena? They don't even have a city name. They're leaving that area. Yeah, Um, just Heaven's Arena. Isn't it like upside down some country? Yeah. They're leaving Heaven's Arena area. 
And Kilo asks Gon, you know, where are you going to go now? And Gon says, I think I should go home to Whale Island. He's like, what the fuck is Whale Island? <laughs> like, yeah. I think I need to go see Mito again to show her my hunter license, which <laughs> in retrospect was a bad idea. But Kilo says, okay, cool. I'll go with you. Like, really? He's like, yeah, I want to meet Mito. And she sounds hot. She does. I don't know where I was going with that. It, it was something, I, and then I, I remembered. I just... <laughs> then I remembered. Gone was the person that dates cougars. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I felt like we had a joke about this. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, are we just gonna start calling her hot? Or no, I mean, I feel like we did. A, we did a bit mm-hmm. about Kilwa and Mito, but I don't remember if it actually. Yeah, happened. wasn't there? Didn't somebody confirm that there was like a a dojin about that? Oh god! And then we we kept making jokes, or I know we, we or was that joke. all in my head? No, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I may have seen one, but at the same time, I think it may have been a Gon and Mito Dojin. I don't know. I, I think no, because we talked about how Gon and Mito having a kid. I remember that one. That one definitely <laughs> happened. Because <laughs> we were like, I was like, oh man, this is just getting out of hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But she's clearly in love with his father, so whatever. It's like you can't even like one of the the things that is simultaneously wonderful and creepy about this series is like clearly no one cares that they're related to each other yep. at but... all. Um, like Miso obviously doesn't care that Jin is her first cousin. Mm-hmm. She's just very upset that he didn't choose to sleep with her, and then he ran off. Technically, he. I don't know. It's like he's not as much of a deadbeat dad as she says he is mm-hmm. because it's sort of her fault because she won custody of Gone even though she didn't need to. Yeah. And we're going to get into um, their familial relationships in the next episode and a half or so um, because Mito tells Gone uh, as much about Jen as she knows and Jin also shares some information about himself in a very cool manner. Um, I think that's the most I can go into that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, before we stop talking about the, I may like to mention, uh, like Wing's little graduation speech. He's all like, all right, yeah, you guys learned Nen. And now you get to go and discover your own version of Nen. And then, like, Zushi's like, yeah, it was awesome meeting you guys. I hope to surpass you. And Kayla was like, nope. Not gonna happen. You suck. You're not gonna Gon's, do that. Gon's like, I can't wait till you, till you surpass us, man. <laughs> I just love Killua. Just, you know. Killua just pees on people's emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we're gonna... I'm gonna be great. And Killua's like, no, you're not. Nope. Kill yourself. You should just quit while you're ahead. Yeah. I just love that part. Because it's like, I feel like this whole arc, Zushi's just been getting shitted on. <laughs> He's getting back yeah. compliments all the time, though. That's the best part. It's like, oh, Sushi, you're great. Even, but they're Wing, back. <laughs> even Wing's been giving him backhanded shit. It's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're good. They're just better. And I wish they were my real students. But unfortunately, some other person is going to get to teach them yeah. um, more about Nen further on. It's like, and you're adopted. <laughs> <laughs> you're adopted. And your parents are dead. 
It's like, if you weren't so shitty, I could be Batman. Yeah. Like, we could have been Batman and Robin, <laughs> but you suck. It's like, I'm Batman. It's like, I've always wanted to add something to the real Batman. What's that? The Twitter account? No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to do a, a, a bit from Community. Oh. Do you remember Foxy? With the Abbott and, and yeah, Troy. when they're oh. in the costume party, and it's like, "Hey, Batman!" There's something I always wanted to ask the real Batman. So, like, what's that, Troy? It's like, "Am I really good looking? You're beautiful." <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> and the blooper reels, they have a whole bunch of different like little things. It's like, "Are you my uncle?" He's like, "Yes." Oh, which uncle? The one that touched me that one time? Well, because he like goes in for a hug, and he's like, "Are, are we about to kiss?" <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that show. Uh, okay, we got way off. So oh. yeah, so next time the episode is called Jin and Gone. Um, so yeah, hopefully, I mean, like we said, it's it's probably going to be only about two episodes. Um, this concludes the end of the Hunters or, or the Heaven's Arena arc. Heaven's Arena. I don't know why I said Hunter Arena. Sorry, the Heaven's Arena arc, which once again got us introduced to an even bigger world than what we knew after the Hunter exam arc. So I hope you guys liked it. Um, I know some people mentioned that it reminded them of DBZ. Um, this is the last time that it will be any sort of tournament fighting, so you won't get any more of that. So hopefully you enjoyed it, because now you're mo- moving on to bigger and better different things. It's like, no, nah, you're never going to see that again. Right. Yep. You're never going to see any sort of thing like that in this show again. It's It's going to be way more complex and better storytelling than just, Hey, we're gonna have a tournament, and people are gonna fight each other. And um, take what Hisoka has said um, about the real world and the real world's rules very seriously, because every fight from now on, um, with the exception of the arc after next, even though I guess to, to a certain degree, real world rules still applied. But um, basically, if they kill you, you will die, um, even if you don't want to. There, there are a lot of very, very cruel things upcoming, and if for some reason, after watching 36 episodes of Hunter Hunter, you're uncomfortable with dark things happening to small children and women, and I guess men, I don't know, and dogs, you probably should stop. Oh, oh dogs. Well, let's just say, uh, let's just, let's not throw that out there and be like, hey, you guys should just stop watching the show, because if you're uncomfortable so far... It just, no, I mean, it like, gets... if you've made it through 36 episodes, you're probably not uncomfortable with those things, but it it right. gets ramped up. And it's in a... It's like, a, it's not a sudden thing. It's like a steady incline of, of ramping up. And you see it coming. And obviously, if you're in at this point, you're probably in forever. Um... Because it is really good. Well, you may feel uncomfortable with yourself at the things you like. Um, Isoka being a prime example. Like, if you didn't... It's okay, though, because you have friends. All of us here at this podcast will be your friend. And so you're not alone. If you didn't... We're like a support group. If you didn't realize you were freaky, um, liking Isoka is probably a pretty good indication that there are some things about your personality that you're not aware or comfortable with. (laughs) 
And you should probably take some time to get comfortable with those sorts of things because you're gonna be you're gonna be laughing at Hisoka inappropriately coming on to small children, and it's just it's one of those things where you do it and then you feel dirty afterwards. Yeah, totally. If that scene during this fight where he was moaning and rolling his eyes back and sticking his tongue out made you feel a little bit. Um, giggly <laughs> because that made he was thinking all those things you thought he was thinking yeah of. yes then you might have a problem however if all it did was cost you some sort of like wow this guy's cool uh not uncomfortableness i guess then i i don't know i, I forgot where i was going with that i don't even know where you can go with that it's like yeah if you were entirely comfortable with this scene, then that just means that you knew something was wrong with you for a long time. And you have achieved a level of understanding about that part of your personality. Um, if you were doing some uncomfortable giggling, it's like it's like a really dirty joke. Like You laugh at it because you know it's funny, but at the same time, your prudish nature makes you think, I should not be laughing at this. And you're right, unfortunately. There's something wrong with the rest of us. Nobody should be laughing at this man. He is a terrible person. And he does terrible things. He should be in things. jail. Yeah, he definitely should. There's no such thing in the Hunter Hunter world. There's no Hunter Jail. Yeah, there is. There's yes, there totally is. There's a Hunter Jail. They would no, there isn't. put him in it. Or kill him, but whatever. Oh, you mean, you mean hell? Yeah, you know when they die? Yes. There is. No, does she remember from the tower? Wait, what? What tower? Oh, uh, what the tower you... that's a jail. The yeah. hunter exam? Oh. Are you still talking about jail? Yeah, yes. That is a jail. Yes, it is. Yes, that, you're right. You are. I, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I those, guys didn't have, those guys didn't have Nen, but they were in jail. Yes. I just find it. I just think it, it's, it'd be hard to keep Hisoka in jail. Like, it would be like Joker. Every episode getting out of, you know, like Arkham. Okay, so basically, um, Kurupik is Batman. <laughs> yes. Because his parents got murdered. Yes. Uh, let's say Gon is one of the Robins. I don't know who I'm like, the... how? Well, because, okay, let's say his parents are gone. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. really have parents, technically. Um,. And he he harbors a desire to help Kurapika with his mission. Um, Kayla was a bad girl. Sure. Leorio, I guess, is Superman because he's dumb. And <laughs> he and Batman fight over everything, um, especially methods. Yep. So, and everyone else really is all of Arkham Asylum that constantly breaks out into the real world. Like, they're the only scene-ish people and you just have a bunch of crazies that are incredibly powerful and that they need to stop. And if that metaphor works for you, then you're <laughs> definitely listening to the right podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I've just noticed that like we've had 36 episodes and we really haven't talked much about Batman. And I guess that's probably because this isn't directly an SSA podcast show. Mm-hmm. Because we would use every opportunity we had to just make a Batman um simile or metaphor even though it's technically supposed to be cattle cattle prodded yes um we have managed to not talk about power rangers at all so that's been pretty good Mm -hmm. um 
So I don't even know how that would come up. You you would be surprised. Unless you pick it up, or unless you do it now. Oh, I mean, like seriously, it comes up out of like nothing. Like people reach for straws and just bring Power Rangers into the discussion, and it's just like the only thing that would be a further reach is if they started talking about Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. So, links. The SSA podcast is SSAPodcast.com. So if you want to hear people talk about anime and Power Rangers and Batman. And Batman. A lot. A lot about Batman, especially in the early episodes. You could go there. If you don't care about that kind of stuff, we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to come back and talk about chapters 113 to 116. Basically the end of volume 12. Yes. Okay, so chapter 113 through 136, the conclusion of volume 12, or why Gon, Killua, Kurpik, and Leorio are not the A-team. Um, now I want that to be the opening song. TikTok. Um, I don't know who's thinking this. I'm going to assume all of them. Uh, I think it's Killua because he does a lot of thinking. In his head. <laughs> sure, it's like no in one this else. Chapter. No one else thinks. Three more minutes. One looks around. There they are. <laughs> oh, you were caught again. <laughs> I understand. You finally changed your mind and want to enter the Riodon, right? We didn't know the bounties on your heads had been canceled. So you followed us again. If last time didn't teach you a lesson, it could be a sign. Fate wants us to meet again. <laughs> I love this one says, but this must be fate. We're meant to be. <laughs> Sounds so much more sexual. Uh-huh. Two more minutes. We'll become good friends, don't you think? No way. We were only chasing you because of the reward. To be honest, we wish we didn't have to look at your faces. Good one. I won't seem weird to close her eyes. 
Me too. Hmm. <laughs> so, boss, these kids are great, aren't they? Don't you think they have the same jump-in head-first personality that Uvo had? They're fearless because they're kids. So, what's the chain dude like? Before we get to that, Paku, check them again. Okay. What should I ask them? What are you hiding? How's that? Heartbeat noises. Good question. It gets right to the point. It covers a lot of the memories at once. We're so close. We just need a little more time. More heartbeat noises. Bum, 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 bum. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Moonchild. We're down to our last minute, dear listeners. One more minute. I have to stall. It's no use. This week's letter is from iHeartLeo. Aw, oh, thank you. You extract our memories by touching us, right? We have nothing to hide, even if we did. <laughs> Grab. I'll find out soon, so shut up. Even if, we, even if you did, we'd stop you with something else. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Hi, Cleo. I enjoy your show every week. How old are you? What are your hobbies? You're mistaken on something. I'm reading the memory from its deepest place and its origin. There's no risk that I would read thoughts you voluntarily have. What's this, the dating game? I'm 24 and everyone tells me I look like Holga, the model. Or Olga, I guess. Yeah. With my question, I activate your memory. It's kind of like when you throw a rock into a lake and ripples appear on the surface. That's what the original memory is. I, conta- I contact the lowest part. But my hobby is lying, so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> Tune in again next week. Heart. It's impossible to fool me. At the tone, the time will be 7 o'clock. Like skip the whole thing. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> Here it comes. I'm about to. I'll play. ask you. Oh, what? No, no, nothing. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll ask you my question. What are you hiding? Like it looks like she reads it, mm-hmm. and then lights go off. And she looks over her shoulder, like <laughs> like you're gonna see someone there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kilo's eyes are open. I can see, and they can't. He um, takes his arm out of the restraints and chops um, Pakanoda's arm. It's like, oh god, it's broken. And then Gon kicks her in the mouth. Yeah. Machi's like, the one on the right got loose. I can't see, so this is what they were plotting. And as uh, she's standing there, Kilo kicks her in the side. Mm-hmm. And she goes flying. Says, I won't let this one go. Gon jumps over her. She's doing some sort of kick towards Killua. But, um, oh, she was kicking at Gon, and he's gone. Well, no, because she held on. She said a thread to Gon. Mm-hmm. Like, she had the thread and had gone, and so, like, she's still holding on to it. And that's why, like, he's in midair, like, upside down, and Gon can't get free, so... 
gone. Shit, I can't see anything. Well then, damn, to sever the thread, I'll have to kill her. And then, like, your killing intent completely gave away what you were trying to do. Mm-hmm. What? Heard no. I... <laughs> and then, right to the boob. It's like, I can't get my hand out. Did she trap it with her muscles? Um, breast it made out of fat, dude. But anyway. Yeah. Gotcha. Her muscles are so soft, yet so powerful. <laughs> they feel like a bag of sand. <laughs> Now I don't need to see. The darkness won't hide all that bloodlust. Besides, you should aim for the neck, though I blocked you anyway. I love that she, like she covers her her neck and her eyes. Well, because that would have been that. That was the most, like to her, that's her most vulnerable places. Because for her, it's like, oh, you're gonna go for my heart? No, sorry, <laughs> I, my old powerful boo will stop you from that. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I, I feel so sorry for Killua because he's done this so many times. He's um he's clearly just ripped people's hearts out. We've seen an example of it, and he goes to do this to her, and it doesn't work. And he's so confused by the fact that it it didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. And she's now embracing Killua very tightly. I, I assume it's uncomfortable. Yes, he's not he's not used to being embraced by a woman, especially one that's not that much bigger than he is. Right. Mm-hmm. Killua, <clears throat> and then he catches him. Even if, even if I can't see, I still know where everyone is. We failed. Too bad. It was a nice try, though. But then a knife comes flying at his head. Oh, Came from the entrance. Throwing your last arrows. Come on, show yourself. So the guy with the radio was in on it, too. He's probably gone by now. The knife. That was him, but that's not important. We have what is most essential in our hands. Plus, our eyes are becoming used to the dark now. Yeah, I can... Huh? Lights come back on. Where's Corolla? Chapter 114, September 4th, Part 13. Dun, dun, dun. Everyone's, um... Shot reaction with Gon still upside down, <laughs> which I love and think is hilarious. Crollo's mm-hmm. gone. This was a terrible plan. Shizuku, take care of him. Sure. Paku, you okay? My left arm is broken, and one of my molars is gone. Other than that, I'm fine. I broke some ribs. <laughs> I love the casual yeah. manner in which they discuss their injuries. Mm-hmm. We misjudge them. Because it's like you don't get a molar back. Like you're <laughs> an adult right? now. I'm sure there's a Ned dentist she can go to. <laughs> Ned dentist, awesome. Or maybe Machi does dentistry. <laughs> Probably. She can fix your nerves back. You just have to mm-hmm. find the tooth. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Anyways, those kids are incredible. I love how she was going to explain it. And Nobunaga decided it was more important. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, technically it is, yeah. But... He's like, wait a second, because you have no fucking clue what's about to happen. Wait. Bakunoda, it's for you. Well, it is more important. A lot more important, yeah. actually. So now she reads the message that's all up in Hunter speak. 
If you say what you read in their memories, I kill him. This guy, he wasn't relevant until just now. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. See Carollo all chained up. and Girl, Someone who clearly him. looks like a woman, but is not. He's still dressed in bad clothes, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And he's flipping everybody off. Yes, he is. Flipping everyone the bird. <laughs> this guy's delayed reaction. Yeah. <gasps> what's like, going oh, no. on? She's what's... looking at me. Right. It's like, what's going on? What's the power coming back? Hey, where'd you go? He passed him off as a member of the staff at the hotel. No one saw it. But above all, for this distance, even attacking very quickly with his chain, he needed two to three tenths up tenths of a second. That's plenty of time for the boss to dodge. But the darkness. There were several chances to act in the dark. The darkness delayed boss for a fraction of a second and prevented him from countering. He's been targeted since the beginning. There's a lot more for her. No, no. When I checked the two kids and asked my question, the only answers got were words like 7 o'clock or power outage. It wasn't a perfect plan. It's not possible. It's only been an hour since we decided to come to this hotel. I don't know how they managed to develop a perfect plan. And here's another mystery. The kids... They've known the chain guy for a long time. So why couldn't I read that in their memories? Is this the first time? Did the chain guy hit hide his memories from friends just until just now? From what just happened, I must be able to understand what kind of a person Kurapika is. Bright, able to reflect upon things quickly. He tries to keep what he does hidden. Plus, he has a lot of composure. We must not take this threat lightly. He anticipated the small flaw that the dark would create, but then why did he leave that message? He's using it as bait. One of his comrades is called Senritsu. He has the ability to perceive the feelings of others, listening to the rhythm of their heart. Senritsu is able to tell if I will or won't reveal my comrades what I might reveal to my comrades what I know. That's why he left that message. This message is the key for everything. If I tell the others, if they learn what I know, Kurapika will see his companions die before his eyes, but he'll just kill the boss afterwards. In other words, those two kids are still useful to us. They represent a chance to fear the boss, but... Paku! 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 Huh? From this point on, don't say anything. Understood? Machi, concentrate on your threats. I'll take your place. If he left us a message, it's because he's willing to contact us again. Till then, we take care of our hostages. They're valuable. Why? Why? Is Shizuku still holding him upside down? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kurpika did it 
Actually, I'd rather pursue them, but we can't let the kids go, and separating is too risky. We'll wait for okay. Finks and the others. Everyone, stay on guard. They got in a car, and with the traffic jam, we could still catch up with them. Okay. To get oh okay this is him, this is my favorite thing. Mm. Together we are the spider. I'm its head, and you are the legs. The legs do what the head says, but there will be times when the legs are more important than the head. Dude, look at if, fucking Uvo and his, I know his afro. Afro, <laughs> and is that that's Franklin next to him, right? Yep. <laughs> um, these are the original members of the spider. Um. You can kind of see Nobunaga in the background, Uvo, Franklin. I think this is Phaeton sitting down. Yeah, he's got to be. He's wearing the little. And Machi and Pakunoda. Mm -hmm. If I die, someone else will take over. My orders are of the utmost priority. Is that Krolo? My life is not. Be sure to make the right decision. I'm only a part of the spider. What's important is the survival of the whole, not the individual. Never forget this. In a case like this, what should I do? If I explain to the others what I know about Kurapika's Nen and his weak points, if I tell this to everyone, there won't be any more chain guy, no more problem. But in return, the probability that the boss will die is high. Uvo probably died to protect the Ryodan. What could Dancho's prediction have been? Oh, oh. Yeah, Dancho is the boss. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, it's used. Um, other no, no, I've been, used. I've been like this whole time putting the boss instead of. Dancho. I know, I know it's, so it's I accidentally, can... but it just reminds me of of watching the original series because obviously they said Dancho because. Yeah. It, when I saw it, it wasn't dubbed. Um, other times I've seen it used, um, if you see Mare, his father is never referred to by his real name. They always call him Dancho. And um, I think Okita in Gintama, occasionally he, he calls Gin Dancho. Mm -hmm. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Before stealing her power, the girl told his fortune... Then lightning or a thought? I think it's lightning. Okay. Because it was it was raining <clears throat> that day. All right. A day of obscurity where the light hardly passes, subdued to two choices in your small room, pride or treachery are the only two answers you will find until the gods of death come to visit you. If I speak, I betray. If I remain silent, I betray. Gods of Death would be those two kids. <coughs> <coughs> Machi and Killua are side eyeing the shit out of each other. Yeah, <laughs> this is the best. I think it's partly because um, they have the same sort of personality, so they know what each other is capable of. Mm. So even though she's not holding him anymore, she still doesn't trust him. It's the spider which must live. My small room. Would that be be my brain? No, I'm thinking too much. It's only Saturday. 
All the predictions are for next week. I mean, the real choices can't happen today. Speak or be silent. Who has to live? What would you do if you were me? Boss? Paku. I don't know, I'm looking back at their old hairstyles. Um, don't think about it. You just keep quiet. Yes. Hey, Finks, hurry up. They got the boss. This fat guy. The lad's boss, back. I still need you. I still need you. Oh, okay. No, it, it does it's, say we. Okay. No, we. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Pakuno, or Pakunoda that's talking, by the way. I yeah. said that. Yeah, I was doing it. As oh, right, right. He, right. He, he said it trying. right. That was just, yeah. that was just me messing around. Mm-hmm. Um, Clearly, she needs him. I mean, she needs the penis. <laughs> <laughs> I love how calm he is. Um, good. Your next line. All right. Even if to save you, you have to betray the spider. And then you can see plainly that it's lightning. That's the flashes. The boss is just sitting in the car. Just chilling. And and Killua is in this... I'm not Killua. Kurupik is in this suit. <coughs> mm-hmm. And Leorio is nervous. Don't worry about it. Some of them are injured. They won't move until reinforcements arrive. Dot, dot, dot. What are you looking at? Now he starts to remind me of Squall. Like, I never noticed that before. Mm-hmm. But he totally does. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't think the chain dude would be a woman. I don't remember telling you I was female. Don't rely on appearances. Pay more attention to what you're saying. They could be your last words. You can't kill me. You left your precious friends behind. Don't provoke me. I'm not in any position to stay calm. Grab Baker, calm down. This wasn't even in my fortune. That means it wasn't worth mentioning. The situation is insignificant. <laughs> what? <laughs> Everyone's... <laughs> Everyone's trying to tell him to stay calm. <laughs> if you kill him, you'll have to deal with... Wait. He's, he says if you kill him, I'll kill you. Oh, okay. Yeah. The end of end of chapter one fourteen, uh, chapter one fifteen, September fourth, part fourteen, and now the badasses show up. Mm-hmm. What is up? <laughs> I think uh, it's like uh, what's the really short dude's name again? Phaeton. It always looks like he's side eyeing something, <laughs> but I think that's yeah, just I, how his he... eyes. Are. <laughs> yeah, because it's racist. Well, first of all, he's Asian, and all Asians are shady. So, you know, <laughs> Nobunaga is also Asian. He doesn't look shady. Uh, he's more like. He's a samurai, I mean, but he's more round eyed. Wow. <laughs> I think it's because Nobunaga is Japanese and Phaeton is Chinese. That's I think that's what it probably is. Probably what it is. Probably. There was, a, there was a blackout. And they took advantage of it to kidnap the boss. Here's the, the message from the chain dude. Oh, okay, God. Yeah. Speak of their memories, and they die, and he died. Why you not chase them? I'm sorry. <laughs> that was too much. Okay. 
Baku and Machi were hurt. So? He's accompanied by pro hunters. And as for fighting techniques, these two are quite able. We, we are pro. So? Think about the meaning behind the message. That's our proof that these hostages have value. If we let them escape, it would be over. Is that him, or is that me? That's um, it's still, if it's in the same panel, it's still him. Okay. It's likely that the one who kidnapped Uvo is the one who killed... Probably. And I know, right? I like how they're just giving him shit for the sake of giving him shit. Yeah. In other words, the chain guy, the one who's difficult to defeat alone. I just told you there was a power outage. In the time our eyes had adjusted to the light, boss was gone. Anyways, we're in no position to move. Ha ha ha. Yeah, we are psychic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll settle this later. Most important thing right now is to organize ourselves. From this point on, we stay together. We'll pursue the boss and protect the wounded at the same time. Oh, she finally stopped holding him upside down. I didn't even notice when she switched. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, so Shalong finally turned him right side up. <laughs> I imagine he was like, um, like red or blue <laughs> at this point. It was like, uh, and Shalong's like, yeah, we should probably turn him over. It's, this fat guy is still trying to pretend like he wasn't in on this. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it's him. Um, Diego, I think you were reading the fat guy. Oh, wait, who am I? Oh, the, the, the fat, fat guy. dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up with these hotel? I, I'm sorry, sir. We're looking into it. Are the police here yet? Why would anyone turn off the power? If we can find the car that the boss is in. Ring. Ring, 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 ring. Phone call, phone call. It's Crollocell. Thinks his facial expression. Yeah. Hmm. Like, ah, hello? It's like, what is this device? It's, oh, it's a phone. Right. Hello? <laughs> oh, fatty. Oh, poor, poor guy. Dude, the funny thing is, is that he just finished eating dinner or something. He just finished eating the restaurant. Yeah, he just finished <laughs> eating something. He's like, what should I have for dinner? It's like, I don't know. A drunk, fat Chap- piece of shit. Chapter 115, <laughs> September 4th, part 14. I'm sorry if anyone likes Miliki. <laughs> We've already, I don't think anyone does. We've already like, he, apologized he, enough as it is the, for the time when we insulted the chef. What we, what we should be apologizing for is um, for Togashi's treatment of fat people. Because clearly this is, um, this is over the top here. Yes. Um, he... he He's going for. I want to make fat puns, but like I'm not good at thinking of puns on my feet, so I'm not gonna even bother. But like he's the only one that I can think of um, that's overweight, and he's not portrayed in a nice way. I think it's just because he's a dick, mm-hmm. but it, it just seems like he took the opportunity to make fun of fat people. So if you're if you're fat and you're sensitive, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If you're not sensitive, I'm still sorry because we're gonna say terrible things. Yeah. Um, but on to what's actually a part of the story. This is just a cover page. Alright. <clears throat> I'll give you three instructions to follow. That's Finks. 
Are the are you the chain dude? Respect the three instructions at all costs. If you don't, I'll kill the one next to me, your boss. Instruction one, don't follow us. Second instruction, don't hurt the hostages more than they currently are. Th- instruction three, give me Paku. Dude, what the fuck did Kurapika do to Krolo's face? He punched the show On the side? Yeah, because yeah. he did it in the car. Well, cause... I think this is because um, his face was fine. Right, the last time I uh, saw him on the panel, and then all of a sudden it's like. Remember, he got pissed. Yeah, yeah, but I just I he didn't see hit... it in the in the panel, so I yeah, was like, it's, yeah, it's not on the panel, but yeah. he was punching him. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like they showed it in the anime. I think they did. They'll probably show it this time because it's weird mm-hmm. if you don't. Anyway, go Finks. Before I do, I want to ask about the second one. The hostages broke some bones before we got here. Then there will be no negotiations. Oh, no, that's you. In that case, the negotiations are over. Like, <laughs> like Finks has not been informed of the situation, and he's just like, okay, the boss got kidnapped. I am hurting these children. I don't care yes. what he says. <laughs> and he's like, it was just like, Kirby is like, no. And hangs up. <laughs> he. Yeah, he calls back. Yeah. Beep. And he, he makes the face like, yeah. I'm going to break them in half. Yeah. I'm going to break you. <laughs> <laughs> I call what? back. Beep. Sorry. I made that up. They're fine. I won't give you another chance. I'm warning you. Hurry up and give me Pakunoda. Paku. <laughs> they just yeah. They just keep passing these children off. <laughs> Gurutopi, take care of them. Pass. Paku. Yeah. The guy cannot take a joke. <laughs> they both punch him. <laughs> yeah. Ow! What was that for? Idiot, don't... Play around with the boss's life. I didn't think he'd hang up. Aren't you mad that he's calling the shots? We could have gone back at him. Think, think it through first. I was just trying to help. I'll kill you. Hello? First, I want you to be the only one to hear what I have to tell you. Isolate yourself. Uh-huh. Like, he crept into the shot. It's like, no. No, because he had, he he uh, put some sort of listening device on the phone. Mm-hmm. And but he still, he'd still crept into the shot because he wasn't there. Right. And he's like, fuck. And she unplugs the headphones. <clears throat> or whatever, mm-hmm. right. And walks Okay. Away. You touched someone named Squala, correct? Yes. Reading his memory, you learn who Sinritsu is, correct? Yes. In that case, I'll get right to the point. You know you won't be able to give us anything but the real thing. First, I forbid you to have any communication with your comrades. Talking, using a secret code, blinking, whatever. You've been warned. 
And now a place to meet. You'll come alone. If we detect the least bit suspicious movement, I kill your boss. Understood? Give the phone to one of your friends, but not the one from last time. <laughs> Chuck Finks is a dick. I don't want to talk to him. Yes. What? Clearly doesn't take me seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm listening. I will meet with Pakanota alone. You and the others stay at your lair. All ten of you stay in the same place with the hostages. Give the cell phone to Pakanota and prepare another one. I will use it to contact you you at an undetermined time. At that time, if one of you is missing, I'll kill your boss. Okay. Give me Pakanota. Paku! Hello? The meeting place. I repeat once more. You come alone. The place is... Ringo Airport. Uh, we have Lingon, which I guess doesn't matter. Hmm. What's that last? What does it say on yours for Kirpiga's thing? Get, get here by eight o'clock. Okay, because this is the last delay. Eight o'clock. Okay. Get here by eight o'clock. Hey, it's wait! Like... The Ching got to return to our lair and to let Pakanota <laughs> go alone. These dicks are just gonna follow her. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead, Finks. I'm, uh, oh, whatever his name is. Give me one second. Where is it? Yeah, yeah. He said not to go after him. So what? But you still don't understand? If we disobey his orders and follow Paku, he'll kill the boss. You idiot. Then we will kill the chain dude, and that will be the end of it. <laughs> Crawler will agree. The spiders are the priority. Your way of thinking, Bunaga, is an insult to the spiders. I'm not joking around like before. We have to go after Pakunoda. I agree. There's no meaning in letting Pakunoda leave here alone. If we follow that guy's instructions, you can be sure that everything will happen according to the predictions. I'm with Nobunaga. We should go with what he says for now. Me too. For now? Until when? Until we lose half of our legs? What do you think, Shizuku? Um, we flip a coin, right? That's if we're divided about our mission. This is clearly beyond the mission. Hmm. I, <laughs> I go with Nobunaga. I don't want Kolo to die yet. Or Paku either. Paku feels the same. That's why she left without a word. I don't believe this. It's like talking to a wall. I'd like to kill you right now. But we have to go after Pakunoda. Wait. You take another step and I'll draw my sword. Oh, try me. <laughs> Shizuku knocks him out. <laughs> That's the best. No real fighting. I thought you'd agree with him. 
you hit them from behind. It's adorable how much she believes in the rules of the spiders, and everyone else clearly just like plays games with mm-hmm. them. In my heart, yeah, but the rules are absolute. Breaking the rules means rejecting the spiders and Crollo too. That I never want to do. And then Shalnark's phone rings. Ring, ring, ring. Boss's phone. I'll answer it. Hello. <laughs> it's Kurpika. Oh, okay. Give me one of the hostages. What a brat. They're all there? For now. But they were arguing about going after Pakanoda. Hello? I'll explain something to you. We have amongst us someone capable of detecting lies. This is why Pakanoda came quietly when I asked her to. If you'd like, you can take it out on the hostages. I don't care. Your boss will die. That's all. You have 30 minutes to get back to your hotel. He hangs up. Don't break my phone. I guess we cannot go back after them. Damn it. I think this is Franklin. Yep. They're coming back. All ten of us have to be here or Corolla dies. He's using the hostages to get updates. He's smart. And tough. Dude, that is Benov's like first and only line, I think, in this whole entire fucking thing so far. <laughs> this is my chance to fight Corolla. But he'll die if I leave. Hmm, this choice could be a hard one. So I'll need some help. Okay. I'm trying to remember who read him. I know we argued over it the last time Illumi showed up. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'll do it. I've known you a little longer than Corolla, but it'll cost you. Dun, 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 and that is the end of Volume 12. Okay, so... Fun time. Volume 12, we have Hunter Hunter character poll. In first place, in surprise to absolutely no one. I think it's one of the few mangas where the, the lead character doesn't win the character poll. Mm-hmm. 7,488 votes for Killowall. Because his cynicism is cool. Yes. You missed the part where he's so handsome. And I, 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 I went directly to the part that actually made sense to me. Because, sure... He is cool, though. And handsome, I guess. He's 12. Whatever. <laughs> I love it that he's... <laughs> I love it that he's ruthless and cute. Aww. Kurapika gets second place. I think it's it's primarily because it's his story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, 7,176 votes. He's so dignified and strong. His sorrow makes me cry. I can't help rooting for got, him. It's like... He got the pity. Aw, he's... Yeah, it's like, he's broken. I want to hug him and fix him. Gone. 2,472 votes. I get excited just watching him. I want to be his friend. He's so cute. In fourth place, in an upset. 1,904 votes. Crollo. His power seems limitless. He's almost scary. He had such a cute smile when he was in disguise. I mean, really, though, for the stupidest things. 
I think it's it's because um this manga surprisingly has a very large female following. Yeah, no, definitely does. Fifth place is Soka, one thousand one hundred forty four votes. They love him for the same reason as Gilwa, basically. I love how cold blooded he is. He's mysterious and intriguing, and like his name is at his crotch. Sixth place, the Oreo, seven hundred twenty votes. He seems truly kind. I love his silly routine. Sure, that's a routine. He's like an older brother. In seventh place, Machi, 544 votes. She's so pretty yet cold. She can heal any wound. She seems tough. Eighth place, Illumi, 294 votes. You never know what he's thinking. <laughs> this is this is the dumbest reason. Yes, so far. I, I like he's Killua's brother. Like what? Why? I love his poker face. Would you just face. vote for Killua? I love his poker face. Poker face. Ninth place, Zeno, 228 votes. His moves are cool. His models are interesting. He understands Killua. And in 10th place, rounding out the ones that matter, Phaeton, 214 votes. He's so mysterious. He's so fast. <laughs> I love his steely gaze. A note from Yoshihiro Togashi. Thank you all for voting. I wasn't expecting the troop members to be so popular. I'll make sure the battles are more exciting. And this ran in issue 7 of Japan's Weekly Shonen Jump in 2001. So, like, 11 years ago. Mm. Does that mean he originally wasn't going to have... I think they probably weren't going to be as as well-written as they were. Is I mean, obviously, all of the characters are very different from each other, and it's fun to see how they interact and the way their, their beliefs conflict. Um... When it comes to the core group of the spiders, the one that we see in the flashback, um, we don't see Finks, but I'm pretty sure he was there mm-hmm. at the time. I could, my memory could be failing me, um, but if he was there, when it comes to original spiders, only Finks and Phaeton think believe in the boss's words, which were that when it comes down to it, the existence of the spiders is more important than whether I live or die. Uh, when it comes down to it, anybody can be the, the head of the spiders. It's just important that we carry out our goals and our ideals. And thanks and Phaeton obviously think so. I mean, it may just be because they're more cold-blooded than the others, mm-hmm. but everyone else that's there that was an original member, Nobunaga, Pakunoda, and Machi, they all think that for the time being, it's better to wait it out and see what um, the chain dude has in mind before they decide all willy nilly mm-hmm. that we should just kill these kids and go after the chain guy and kill them, kill him and whoever else is with him. And like, Finks makes a really good point after Nobunaga is like, "Don't you get it? If you go after him, they'll kill the boss." And Finks and Phaeton are just like, "And what?" And then we'll kill him, and the whole thing will be over because we talk to Pakunoda. Pakunoda tells us all his weaknesses, we go exactly where he says he's going to be and we just kill him and he can't stop us from doing it because when it comes down to it, if he faces the spiders one-on-one, yeah, he has an opportunity to do things like what they've done in this volume where they've they've pretty much all come together spontaneously to come up with a plan to catch them off guard and really the plan was to take Pakunoda but because... Uh, that part of the plan got foiled. They got to take the biggest piece of the puzzle. They got to take the boss away. And he places a ton of faith um, 
in Neon's story, um, future divining ability. So he knows he's not going to die right now. Um, and I love that he says to, to Kurapika that this moment, this one right here that we're living, this doesn't even matter. It's insignificant. It wasn't even foretold um, for me. So that means that whatever you're trying to do right here, it doesn't work out. And obviously he, he's looking at the fact that it wasn't expressly mentioned, um, but it is technically um, foretold, the, the outcome anyway. Yeah. And Pakunoda as well is thinking about the, the prophecy where she has to make a decision that it's either to, to betray them or to give in to her own pride. And she, she reasons that because this is the prophecy is for next week, um, I don't have to make that decision just yet. And then, of course, Kurpika calls and is like, okay, you're going to walk out that door. You're not going to look back. You're not going to look at anyone. And if you do, I'll know and I'll kill the boss. And I really don't want to give the rest away because volume 13 is so good. And the way... The way this story, this arc is resolved is so fantastic that I don't want to jump ahead. So as much as possible, we could discuss the events of this volume without going too far into what happens in volume 13. Yeah. I'll keep it, I'll, I'll keep it without anything. I mean, it's just next time. It's really not... We'll address that when it comes. So did you have anything to say or <laughs> like... Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, no. That's why I was like, okay, maybe yes. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why I said I said I'll just, I'll keep my opinion of the next stuff until then. Here, because I mean, for this, this is a setup for the. This is obviously the climax of the arc, and everything's getting to the point where everything's gonna like have a big resolution. And mm-hmm. I'd rather talk about it when it's resolved than we can talk about it without having to be like, oh no, we don't want to spoil that. So. But overall, I love the whole. We already entire... covered um, the things we really liked uh, as we were reading the lines, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Machi catching uh, punches with her tits. Oh, I mean, I, I, I suppose it was like last second ten or whatever. But like, he's just so good, so adorably confused by it. And the rest of the volume, really, they are shooting looks at each other as though, like, they really want to have a go at it physically, of course, um, and see who really could beat who. Then gone being hell upside down forever. So Shalnark finally, you know, writes him up. Well, Shizuku puts him the right way. Mm -hmm. You just don't see it. At some point, he's standing up instead of being upside down. And I love the way they're just passing the kids off. It's like, okay, this person's making me angry. You take this child. Let me go after them. And I love the way also the spiders are friends, but not really. It's like they would not hesitate to go after each other's throats um, if they disagree. And I think that's a concept that as fans in general Mm -hmm. that we're not used to. Um, like there, some of them are really good friends, and then some of them are more or less coworkers. And we don't really get relationships like that. Um, obviously, for heroes especially, but not so much for villains. It's like when it comes to villains, they're all tied together through whatever the reason is. They're all evil, 
but these people don't really have aside from you know the world that is wrong they don't really have a grand reason for being together it's like we're all part of an organization and that's what works for us and occasionally they will come to blows but apparently upside down jesus is also two-faced so they flip a coin for every major decision um when they oppose each other but just as we were about to see the coin flip um, Kuripikatik took the decision away from them. I think it's just one of the things that they're they're going to have an issue with. And we also see um, something come up in this volume that's going to be important going forward, which is Finks takes issue with Nobunaga giving orders. Um, in the absence of the boss, he seems to clearly think that if anybody should be in charge, it should be me. Because he's, he's um, taking the initiative, he's answering all the phone calls, um, he wants to be the one making major decisions and no one's really stopping him but at the same time they all realize that this guy is going to take us to the wrong place mm-hmm. like he's clearly going to get everyone killed so everyone is like yeah you don't you're not in charge bro like chill out we also but then at the same time that- at the same time like uh, Nobunaga isn't exactly a thinker no. Yeah, he, he's an he's an enhancer. He shouldn't be in charge. But we get to see Hisoka getting a hard on for Corolla in this volume. So that was that was always fun. Yeah, that was like oh, I knew there was a reason why I liked you. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, you're so smart. It's wonderful. And he's he's also plotting um to. Obviously, if you remember correctly, Illumi has an ability where he can disguise himself. And Hisoka seems to be trying to call in a favor. Um, and it's it's a position where Illumi's relationship with Kurolo could be jeopardized. Especially if, you know, it all goes wrong and Kurolo dies. <laughs> yeah. He may be hurt by that. I don't know how close of friends they are. But he's like... You're... Or, if, yeah, or if Hisoka fails and he's still alive... He's like, okay, um, you know what? You're lucky. I've known you for like 15 minutes longer than Grolo. I would do this, <laughs> I guess. But if it goes wrong, it, it's on you. So he, because, and again, this is, we know that Hisoka and Kurpik have made a deal. Um, that's important. It was established in this volume or the previous one. There was a deal made between the two of them. And it's clear that Kurapika knows, to some extent, what Hisoka's motivations are. But he's making every effort to make sure that Hisoka doesn't get what he wants. And I find that really interesting. Yeah, agreed. This is like, this guy's giving you information that you're using. And I guess it's because, like, when you're thinking about it... um, if he's going to betray these people that should be his friends, he'd betray me. So it's it's very important that I not let him get too close to me. Uh, he has to deal with all the time, so it's probably not something difficult for him. Because mm-hmm. really, even with his own family, you know, probably has to keep up his guard a bit. I mean, it gets, it's partially due to 
you know, being the only member of your clan left, there's no one you can really trust in. You're Batman. This guy is clearly the Joker. Mm -hmm. Um, at some point, he's gonna be your enemy. It, it's better to keep him as far from you as possible. It's like, yeah, you keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. But in this situation, I'd like to keep Ahsoka as far away from me as possible. Which that should be a general rule for life. Yeah, in 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 general, you would like to keep Ahsoka as far away as possible, especially when he's naked. Mm -hmm. So what we have at the end of this volume is a setup for a confrontation between Pakunoda, uh, Kurapika, and the boss, and we know what Kurapika's abilities are. Pakunoda knows what his abilities are. Um, so it's left to see what he's going to do. We know that he killed Ubo, but he hasn't shown yet um, that he's going to kill um, the boss. He seems to be trying to make every effort not to kill him unless provoked. So, And uh, Carollo is definitely... Uh provoking him freely yes mm -hmm. he's just like I don't even know who you are but you know what I'm, I'm just gonna make you feel insignificant because I can right in front of your friends is that at this point he's still wearing his contacts so um Carlo doesn't know that he's I still don't like I love I love the callous way they do everything it's just like it's the thing that signifies them as a group. Even the people you think wouldn't be cold and callous are, and it's very important. Um, again, the only meme that I can really go to is, you know, for you, it was the day your entire clan was wiped out and you were left alone. But for me, it's just Tuesday, yeah. and like that—that that is really the way all of them have been treating this traumatic event in, in Kurapika's history. Mm -hmm. It's like. So far, everybody he's revealed it to, and of course, that's just Uvo. But he said that, you know, he's a member of the Karate clan, and Uvo was like, who? And he takes out uh, the contacts, and he's like, oh, yeah, there was a clan with red eyes. They were really pretty and really valuable. <laughs> so we killed all of them and stole their eyes, but clearly we missed a person. That should be corrected. And it's, it's it's kind of wonderful. Like even the people that you think wouldn't be that way are. Mm -hmm. And it, it's also nice to see them. Like the more you see of them, especially Finks and Phaeton, who who've shown already that they don't care um, if the boss lives or dies. Really, they just know that they're going to take revenge for him. But they're not necessarily going to be hampered by the fact that he has been kidnapped in order to do it. They're perfectly willing to let him die mm -hmm. as long as they can kill Kurapiku. Yeah. And I think uh, on that note of, uh, you know, it, it's just Tuesday. If they if they had to, you know, keep an eye out or try to remember every person or organization or clan, whatever, you know, that has a vendetta out for them, they'd probably never sleep. Yeah, it, it's like... They've and obviously they're S class criminals. Um, that's been said. The mafia is in total fear of mm -hmm. them, especially now that they know they're from Meteor City. So I guess this information wasn't widely available um, that they were, because and not until these guys tried to look them up and realized 
hey, a lot of them were never born. Um, that's really weird. And there's one set of people that were never born, aside from people that have changed their identities or whatever. And that's people from this one particular area that we know are, when they're pushed to it, are the most extreme terrorists to ever live. So, you know what? Screw this. I don't care what they've done to us. Let them live in peace and hope they don't come back to get us. Mm -hmm. And you're only just beginning now to see why they're such compelling villains. Um... Obviously, we can't wait until the anime gets to Yorkshire. Obviously, it's probably um, a month away before the characters actually get there. Um, I think we are going to love this whole Dude, thing. Okay, so... Oh, it's yeah, exactly. Yep. Question for you guys. So, yep. do you mm-hmm. think you put the... Uh, the... Uh, God, I just forgot his name. I had it on the top of my tongue. Um... Who's the guy that Gon meets in the forest when he's little? Kite. Kite. Thank you. Do you think they put the story in now in the anime? Or what do they do? Because I was just thinking about that. I didn't want to talk about it during the manga or the anime discussion because obviously it would be a little bit of a spoiler for people. But now since we're in the manga, we've already already covered that. The Kite storyline... It's, it's always possible that he tells Killua um, why he wanted to be a hunter. Mm-hmm. And it comes up there. Like, we know it has to come up because Kite's in, in the intro, the first intro. And um, we're operating under the assumption that they're going to get to the ant arc where Kite plays a very important role. So I would love to think that, hey, this is a perfect opportunity you're going back home. You're going to be talking about all the things that have happened to you so far. You and Killua are going to be hanging out and fishing and all that junk. Hey, this would be a good moment to tell him, you know, this is what made me decide to go and look up my father. Because obviously my adoptive mother never spoke about him. Other than to probably say he's a terrible man. So. And every time I ask, he st- she starts drinking. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. We didn't really get to see that. But yeah, so it, it would be a good spot to insert that. Because again, it, it doesn't really matter where it shows up. It just matters that it does. So hopefully we get that now. Yeah, because like I'm, I'm, go- I'm looking at the manga right now. And literally, mm-hmm. after you get the four chapters on here for Whale Island, which I think could translate into two anime episodes. They could stretch it out to three, I think. For Whale Island. Please don't. Um, two is good. <laughs> the very next chapter after they basically decide uh, about, they, they figure out what the the memory card is for Joy Station and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's when... Kurapika is walking into the mansion, and that's where all the Yorkshire stuff happens. Like, where he meets Melody and everything, so from there on, it just goes on its own thing, and there's never any lull in that storyline until afterwards where the end of the of the arc, which we haven't even gotten to in our coverage yet, of the volumes. So, 
I feel like it would be a good place to do it. I just hope that if this is if they, if they don't put it in there, then where the fuck do they put it in? And that's where I'm like, I that's my only still concern of this manga or the the anime because they've been doing such a great job. But I feel like it it has to be addressed um, before Great Island because at the end of Great Island, um, he tries to shortcut. Um, meeting Jin, and it takes them to someone, obviously, that's important, that kicks off the next arc. Right. So I feel like it has to be here. Um, because it's a, a part of the Great Island story, because it's a part of the, the Chimera Ant story, this is really the best moment. There's downtime. It, it They're not preoccupied with something else yet. So th- there's really no other moment to tell that little part of backstory. It's five minutes at the most. Um bear attack because of the cub and then kite saves him and then they talk about this guy Jin and I don't really think Killer One knows much about him either because Jin um, Gon mentioned that he wants to be an awesome hunter like his dad but he doesn't really know who his dad is and this is the, the moment where he gets the most information so far about his father aside from what kite told him so he has Kite's information, what Jin is about to tell him, and what Mito knows of of Ghana, of Jin as a child. So those are the, and it would be perfectly fine to pack all of that information into the same set of two episodes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Madhouse has planned for that contingency, and that's what they're going to do. Even though he's not shown in the preview, so I don't know. Um, but there's not much time. Yeah. There isn't, so... Yeah, I'm so I just thought it was interesting. Like, if they just thought it was plan, interesting just topic. cut them out. Oh, go ahead. No, so I was, I was going to say it was an interesting topic to address, and we're already basically there. Yeah. And I wonder if they're just going to cut him out, because, like you said, time's ticking. Yep. Yeah, but, like, you, you can't cut him out, though. It's like, um... And and of course, spoiler here. Um, God, what is? I think this is the Harry Potter spell. That's the only word that's in my head. Um, I don't think it's the right spell, but there's there's a card that they use that causes you. I think they use a very similar word to the spell I'm thinking of, but it causes you to travel to the person that whose name you call. And the person in the game is called Jin Freaks. So they're like, okay, so let's bypass all of the traditional um, story bullshit that we usually use before we meet the the end goal of the show. And let's just go straight to him. And they, they try and use the card. Um, just like they, they tried to use it in the game to meet a certain person and it winds up being Ahsoka. Um, he uses the card to find Jin Freaks and it ends up being Kite. And then Kite introduces them to this mission he was going on and they end up tagging along with him. Then shit happens. and It's terrible. Yeah. All kinds of things. So, anything else? Nope. Not really. I've got nothing. Alright, so, thank you for listening to this another lengthy episode. Um... We've we've got some good stuff coming up in the anime, so 
everyone look forward to that if you need to contact us like tasha did hxhpodcast at gmail.com twitter.com slash hxhpodcast facebook.com slash hxhpodcast the ssa podcast hunter hunter gintama podcast detective conan podcast within the united states voicemail number will be on the website it's 954 area code SSAA is in the number somewhere. <laughs> um, if that's what you're into, call us, leave a message. We will find a way to play it once we get it. So, oh yeah, and of course, shout outs to Tasha. Yeah, thank you yeah. for for asking questions or sending emails because we don't get those much anymore. Just because, like, I feel like with the manga being gone, we don't get questions about where yeah there's there's nothing really to talk about other than the Mm -hmm. stuff that we already know so that and we we dispel the myth that we are tagashi so yeah that i think everyone wants to talk to us but it's always very good to look at the story in retrospect and sort of plot out how things got to where we are now um so like everyone's mentioned um Gone and Kill was. I mean, we know what their their Hatsu is, so I guess it's kind of cheating. But it, it will be interesting seeing it show up and people's reactions to what they are. Yeah, I can't wait to see those animated. I imagine they will look quite beautiful. Okay, so thank you guys for listening again. Good night. Bye. See you guys.